welcome to Author Conversations, presented by Arcadia Publishing and the History Press. I'm Johnny Foster. Today I speak with author, photojournalist, documentary filmmaker, and speaker Martin Tucker. Martin's work has been published in the LA Times, the Washington Post, the New York Post, Humanities Magazine, Vietnam Veterans of America Magazine, U.S. Weekly, and People Magazine. Martin served our country in the United States Navy from 1967 to 1969. Currently, he teaches photography and digital media at Summit School in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. As the old saying goes, Martin knows that a picture is worth a thousand words. In his new book, Vietnam Photographs from North Carolina Veterans, these images help veterans convey to us what can be hard for many of them to say. Vietnam Photographs from North Carolina Veterans will publish Monday, August 12th, 2019. Martin, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we're happy to have you. Uh, let me ask you, how did this book come about? The book uh, has been a, a kind of a journey. It started 15 years ago as uh, a simple project. Um, I'm a Vietnam era vet, and um, and at the time I was head of a photography department at a community art school in Winston Salem, and. Um, I had a black and white darkroom class, and I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if I could um, solicit some of the local Vietnam veterans to loan us some of the negatives that they might have uh, taken when they were in Vietnam, and um, so that my students could print some uh, really interesting black and white photographs in the darkroom, and we would stick those up on a bulletin board and um, and that would be the end of it, and they would get a, a history lesson in, in the bargain. Uh, so I made some simple flyers that said, Seeking Vietnam Veterans, and um, I posted those around in uh, barbershops and mom-and-pop restaurants, and, um, and before long, uh, I started to get calls from some local Vietnam vets, and I think they felt like they could... Uh, they could trust me and, and they could share maybe what they hadn't shared in the past. And, and they all said, we're sorry, we don't have any negatives left, but we have photographs. Um, and they were dusty and torn and folded and there were some slides in there. Um, and they started coming in one at a time with all of these photographs. And, um, and then, of course, that morphed into, well, maybe this is some kind of an exhibit that we could put together and, and display their photographs. And the exhibit turned into uh, a gallery showing uh, in Winston-Salem, which then, because it did get a lot of press, um, we started to get phone calls from um, Washington State and Florida and um from galleries and uh, arts councils and whatever saying, you know, we heard about your exhibit. Is it going to travel? Is there any way we could get it? And um, so I formed a committee. We raised some money. Um, we bought the frames and, and so on. And uh, and then we started shipping it. So for the last 14 years, it's shipped up and down uh, the East Coast. And um, it was at the North Carolina Museum of History for a year. And, and they said, if you ever want to give it a permanent home, we would love to have it. And so last year I donated it to them with the understanding that um, I would retain the publishing rights. And then um, as, as fate would have it, um, 
I just happened to fill out a questionnaire on Arcadia Publishing's uh, uh, website, and um, and now we have this great partnership, and uh, and we have an, an outstanding book that's coming out uh, soon. Yes, very soon, next month. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. Two weeks, actually. <laughs> uh, so it's it's. I think it's just meant to be. Um, you know, I, I I had always hoped that that the final piece of the puzzle would be the book, uh, and I run into veterans, Vietnam veterans, occasionally, and they will say, "Well, t- what about the book? You know, when's that book coming out?" and um, and so on. Now I'm happy to send out invitations, and I'm I'm happy to let these men and women know that um, that. What they experienced is is going to be shared with a larger audience. You put the flyers out. You didn't get negatives, but you got these also these incredible photos. That I think people are going to really enjoy when they see it. But that's it, it kind of surprised surprised me in a way because I would think that maybe you know some of these photos because some of the photos in the book are can be heartbreaking. That they were was it kind of hard with some of them to ask if you could share those photos. Well, you know, they would bring them in, um, and once things started to flood in, and and we started to get all these, these phone calls, I started scheduling meetings individually with these guys, and and so they would bring them in in a shoebox, or uh, sometimes they were in a photo album, and we would go in a, go in a, a conference room and close the door and spread everything out on the table, and. Um, you know, it it was a mixed bag. There were, of course, there are always a lot of buddy pictures because that's the way you want to remember things. Um, but there were also, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, some really graphic ones that you wonder, well, how, you know, how could you take a picture of that? But I think you just kind of get desensitized to to those kinds of images when you're in the midst of it, and um, and so those really weren't important to us. I don't think that's the story that I ever really wanted to tell about um, a, an 18 to 20 year old man or woman, um, what they experienced in Vietnam. And um, and and so as we went along and, and it got up to 1500 pictures and then it got into 2000 pictures and uh, we started kind of trying to pick the favorites um, and there were some uh, criteria that that we were looking for. We wanted to cover uh, all the bases as far as uh, the military goes. So we wanted Army, Navy, uh, Marines, um, and, and so on, so that everybody was represented. Um, we wanted to make sure that we showed kind of what the experience was of being a sailor or a soldier in Vietnam. Um, that was important. We also wanted to show the relationships that uh, the Vietnam veterans had with the local people, um, which was the reason that we were there. And uh, we also wanted to make sure that the orphans were, were represented because there were a, a boatload of orphans and uh, uh, so we wanted to make sure that that was covered we wanted to show the landscape of Vietnam and I've never been but they say it's a beautiful country and um, and so 
we wanted to make sure that we showed we we showed the experience of being in Vietnam. It was never about, and it still to this day is not about. Um, the politics of Vietnam or whether we should or shouldn't have, um, it's always been about the experience of being a Vietnam veteran and, and what they saw and how they want us to remember it. Um, and so as we went along and we found those pictures, um, we set them aside. And 15 years ago, um, we would flatbed, scan them, um, and then I had volunteers uh, from my black and white darkroom class. Um, I had uh, volunteers from the local colleges and universities, and I even had high school kids who just wanted to be a part of it. And so they came in, uh, they helped the scan. Uh, if they had some basic Photoshop skills, they could open up uh, some of these images. And the bottom line was, um, you need to maintain the integrity of the original. Uh, so we're not here to turn these into cartoons. We're not here to over Photoshop or, or, or oversaturate or anything else. We just want to bring them back to life. And, um, and I, I ended up with 400 maybes. Uh, and of those 400 maybes, I think we've ended up in the book with I, if I think I'm right, in 158 uh, color and black and white images um, that hopefully tell the st whole story of, of pretty much the whole story of what what they experienced over there. And the book's not all photographs either. You, at the beginning of the book, um, you have folks writing about their experiences and what Vietnam meant, but also with the photos, there are descriptions with the oh. images. And that, yeah. I felt like when I was reading that, it allowed me to kind of understand what was going on. But really, the uh, emotions and the looks on the faces um, says so much more than the description ever could. Um, you know, when you first started collecting these images, were there, could you tell the emotional attachment that were these veterans had for these photographs? Well, you know, and I think that's that's kind of why we, we wanted to separate them and, and schedule them to come in one at a time. Uh, and then go in behind a closed door because uh, I would say the vast majority of the veterans uh, had not pulled these photographs out since they came home. Um, they put them under the bed, they put them in the closet, uh, they left them at their parents' houses, and um, they just didn't feel comfortable revisiting that part of their life. And um, and when we would open those photographs up and spread them out on a table, um, it was it was extremely emotional for them, for me, uh, for the other people on my committee. Um, it it's just a uh, we can't we can empathize, uh, we can sympathize, but uh, and, and I, I don't think that unless we were there that we um, we really have an, a. a a deep idea of, of what they experienced and um, and and going back to to the quotes and, and what they said um, once we had the exhibit up uh, in the gallery um, we had room for 60 uh, photo hanging photographs um, the week before the the exhibit opened uh, one of the people on my committee who was a commentator for the local NPR station, um, 
came up with this godsend idea of, well, everybody seems to want to know more about what the what's in the photograph, where it was taken, what's who's in the photograph. Why don't we invite these veterans to come back? Um, we'll walk around the gallery one at a time. Um, I'll bring my tape recorder and let's tape them talking about their photograph or photographs. And so we did. And then we took uh, that audio, those narratives, and that's those are the quotes that are underneath each photograph in the book. And um, they're pretty much verbatim. Uh, some are from country boys. Some are from from young men who had had some college. Um, so it's it's just a mixed bag, but it is so heartfelt. Uh, and it, it adds such a dimension to these images to stand there and and soak in the visual and then to be able to read in their own words how they felt about it, where they were. Uh, it's just a it's just a perfect blend of of uh, of everything. Yeah, and with those those photo descriptions, it they're you know really well done and it really you know it makes sense now that you say that they were recorded because it feels like a conversation that's being had while you're staring at the photograph oh my gosh uh, you know and it's interesting again because they brought the photographs in and we we went into the conference room we closed the door we spread them out we looked at them and some didn't even want to look at them some would just come by and drop them off and say here do whatever you want call me when you're finished they still weren't ready to to look at them and um and so when we um when we finally got the exhibit up and they came in we scheduled on a sunday afternoon for them to come in one at a time um they would walk up to that photograph, some of them, and uh, and you could see the tears well up in their eyes, and they they couldn't talk because it was so all of that emotion that had been in there for for thirty thirty five years just welled up uh, in them. And uh, we actually had one vet who had, came over. His wife came with him. His son came with him. They stayed out in the lobby. We went in with the vet and. Uh, and he couldn't, he just could not keep himself together. He started crying. Um, he left the gallery, uh, went up into the hallway and, um, and wouldn't come back. And, and finally his, his wife uh, told his son to go up and, and see if he could calm him down. And, and his son was like a, barely a teenager. And, and he finally um, got him calmed down and he came back and, and pulled himself together and went back in and talked about his photographs. And, and he has some really stunning photographs now in the book and has come out the other side. And, um, uh, I seen him several times and he wears his ball cap that says Vietnam veteran. And, uh, he's been in, in kind of group therapy sessions at, at the, at the VA and actually had a heart attack in, uh, in one of the group uh, therapy sessions talking about his experiences, but now he's good. Um, he's come out the other side. He's comfortable with it. He's proud of it. And, um, and he just can't wait for this book to come out. It sounds like this is a healing experience for him then in a way. Oh my gosh. Um, 
it's it's been cathartic cathartic for them um, for the community communities uh, for my for me um, it's been a life changer changer for me but um, I we had one veteran um, who was the uncle of a co-worker that I had and um, when we started talking about this project and the and the boxes started stacking up in my office and and she said well I, my uncle was in Vietnam but he's never talked about it um, she said I will ask him and see if he has any pictures and uh, and he um, reluctantly uh, went over to his parents house got his photo album gave it to my co-worker and said I don't want anything to do with it you take it let it, they can have it they can they can use my pictures if they want to and so one of his photographs ended up on the cover of the book um, and he has several other really awesome photographs in the book um, but he never he never would come in um, he would he gave us quotes on each one of the photographs that that we used um, and we got his photo album back to him and then several months later after the exhibit had come out and I think it had it had a chance to sink in to him um, and think at Thanksgiving um, his niece told me that uh, the the whole family was at the house and the extended family and aunts and uncles and cousins and parents and children um, all of a sudden at Thanksgiving dinner out of the clear blue he just started talking about being in Vietnam and right now the hair is standing up on my arms but um, that was the first time in 35 years that he had ever uttered a word about it and um, I think he was just ready to address it and to be proud of it and um, and to, to start the healing process and I, that's been the way it's been for a lot of these veterans and and their families um, I've, I, I can't count on both hands the times that a wife or a parent has said we just don't that's one thing we just don't talk about we just we've told our kids you know don't ask uncle so-and-so about his time in Vietnam because he doesn't want to talk about it um, so it's it's been a, it's been a healing process, and and it will continue to be. And these photographs are universal; they they come from from North Carolina Vietnam veterans, but they apply and they they relate to every Vietnam veteran. Yeah, I mean, some of the veterans too are veterans who are maybe not would not be originally from North Carolina, but are now living in North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. So it's a countrywide and book, really. Well, it is. It's it's for every you know. There were over two million Vietnam veterans, and and they can open up this book and relate and and point to that picture and say, that's the way it was. That's exactly the way it was right there. And um, and what makes it even more amazing is these were not professional photojournalists. You know, this book is the first time that that Vietnam veterans' photos have ever been collected and and published um, and it, it I think that's that that's what makes it even more special and it makes it a keepsake that um, we have a, a permanent record of of what we saw and we can pull that book out and show our children and we can show our grandchildren and um, I, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a keepsake 
if someone goes out and they buy this book, to me, it's going to be a way of honoring uh, these veterans that, you know, and I'm, I'm not getting political with the statement or anything, but it's also a way for them to show their side, their experiences in the war in a way that they haven't been able to do before, maybe. Yeah, it is. And um, they, um, they, they did share because I, I think it's still it's still in there that that they you know and and like you say we we don't want to get into the political side but there was an emotional side to to being in the military during vietnam and i felt it even though i didn't go to vietnam uh, i i came in daily contact with vietnam veterans who were coming and going and um and they um they didn't get that parade um and they didn't get a pat on the back, and they didn't even get a job well done or welcome home. Um, I, they've told me that when when they got off of that plane from their return trip from Vietnam, they would go straight to the bathroom and change into their civilian clothes so that nobody would know that they were uh, they were in the military and that they were coming back from Vietnam and. You know, and even worse things happen. I mean, pe people would stand at the fence and, and yell at them when they got off the plane and um, and throw eggs at them. And I, I talked to one vet, and um, and he said, you know, I flew from uh, Japan to Hawaii, to Hawaii to San Francisco to Greensboro um, with my uniform on, and not one person said a single word to me the whole time um, I made that trip. Um, you know, and those kinds of things are hurtful. I don't care how big and tough and um, and brawny you are. You, you know, those things sink in. And and um, and I think this has been our opportunity. Uh, you as the publisher, me as as the collector, um, to finally kind of collect and 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 share this information in a in a permanent way that that they will be proud of and um and then whatever they want to want to say about it in addition to is is great but uh, it's i think it's just it's just our way to to give back so these photographs too because you can see even when soldiers and the men are on patrol those photographs you see that there is a camaraderie with them, a brotherhood, if you will. Life doesn't stop just when you go into the military. Uh, you know, my brother, he's in the military, and he's made lifelong friends. You know, he's my brother by blood, but he's made other brothers in the military. And the, the, that camaraderie, that genuine feeling towards one another comes through in the photographs also. Stand that that's a bond that me, as a civilian who didn't have the opportunity to serve, would you never understand yeah you're exactly right and you know when we would open up these photographs and 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 spread them out on a table they could go 35 years after they took that picture they could go right to that picture and say oh well that's um that's john so and so and he was from ohio and this picture was taken in december of uh, 1965 and we were at here and there and um you know uh, you know we have experiences 
on a daily basis with the people we work with and the people we interact with. Um, and if we're lucky, you know, 30 years from now, we might run into them on the street and maybe remember their name. Um, but they had relationships that, that we will we will never, you know, know. And I was in the military, I was in the Navy, and, um, and I can remember the guys, you know, that I served with, but, but I don't have that deep emotional uh, experience that that these these veterans had, and um, you know, going back to the photographs, um, these were 18 year old, 18, 19, average 18, 19 year old men and women, and um, um, I show, I have shown this exhibit to high schools and um, and you can hear a pin drop when when I show this slideshow um, because they can relate to well you know these these guys were a year older than me and look they were halfway around the world and this is what they experienced and I'm just lucky I've got my own car uh, I sleep in a warm bed every night and uh, and then you think about the images that that these 18 and 19 year old men and women brought back. Um, and as a photography instructor and a photojournalist, you know, I was also looking for uh, content and composition and light and color and, uh, and all of these things. And out of a tiny little Instamatic uh, Kodak camera, um, and they were shooting film, they couldn't just hit replay and see what they just shot. They shot a roll of 36 exposures and they just hoped that they got something. But the quality of the images that they took is just, um, it's, it's fascinating. Even when you see the photographs where if they're, you know, back in base, it looks normal. Like they're try, you know, trying to make some kind of normalcy in the middle of this conflict. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, it's amazing that they just they just wanted to document. The, the majority of them, I probably heard from, from two thirds of them. You know, we just wanted to, to take pictures so that we could show everybody back home, um, what it was like, um, and uh, and they would, uh, they they had these, during the '60s, the technology really took off as far as 35 millimeter cameras go and they could pick them up uh, when they were on R&R in in Japan or they could pick them up at the uh, at the base store and um, when it got wet when it got sandy they would toss it and um, and pick up another one and um, they they would either hang on to their rolls of film and then when they got back to the base they would have them developed and have prints made um, or um, a lot of them would just mail the the roll of films home to their parents and and let their parents develop them, and then chances are maybe or maybe not when they got home they saw those photographs. Um, but a, a, a kind of an interesting footnote: if they had those photographs developed and had prints made when they were in Vietnam at the base, when they would go through customs on on the way home. Um, the, the customs would open up those photographs, and they, if they saw anything that they really didn't feel like was um, positive as far as the war effort went, 
they would take a pair of scissors and just cut that piece out and then give them back the rest of their photograph. Um, so unfortunately that kind of thing was, was happening, but uh, a lot of these photographs I, I, I suspect were just, just the rolls of film were mailed home to their parents and uh, maybe their parents put the photo albums together and they never saw it. But uh, but they, they seem to be comfortable now with, um, I haven't talked to a veteran um, in the last year that that participated in this project that still says I have problems um, looking at those photographs or I, I, I can't uh, I can't go back to that place they all seem to have come to grips with it and they're comfortable with it they have some health problems but um, they they just um, <laughs> they just can't they cannot wait for this book to come out some of your events, will you, do you think that you will be able to have some of the veterans out to the events? Uh, I'm sending invitations, uh, paper uh, mailed invitations to every one of the vets who participated for uh, book signings and receptions. Um, I want them to feel uh, special. I want, I want them to feel honored. I want them to feel like... Um, they are part of the last piece of the puzzle, and um, and you know, it's all about them. And it will give all of us uh, one more opportunity uh, to thank them and and um, to to welcome them back and and to um, to share in their enthusiasm and and their pride of uh, how they spent two years out of their life and. Um, they, um, they're, uh, when I get in touch with one, I mean, you can hear it on the other end of the phone, uh, their excitement about, uh, oh, Martin, it's so good. To, what's going on with the book? And, and, uh, it's so good to hear, you know, and, um, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's a life changer, but, um, it's, it's the best feeling in the world to be able to give that gift of, well, the good news is the book is coming. Um, and so I, I think that uh, they will all show up at least at least once, if not multiple times for the signings, just to be there, just to be in the room. You know, you, break, you, you keep bringing it up, and you're absolutely right when you bring it up. It needs to be said over and over again about a chance to thank them and honor them, you know, and I, I try to at least say hello to, if I see a service member in uniform or I see someone with a, you know, you're seeing less of them every day now, unfortunately, World War II hat, Korean War, Vietnam. I feel like just saying thank you sometimes doesn't feel like enough for those of us who are so thankful for what they've done, the sacrifices they've made. What is the best way for us to let them know how much we appreciate them? Is it a simple thank you for your service or is there some, some other way to convey that? I, I think there are two, one, you just hit on one and, and that's, it's thankful. Thank you for your service. Um, they, they don't. They really don't even expect a pat on the back. They just. They want. They want. Just for someone to acknowledge that, that they that they sacrificed um, their time um, and their energy and and their safety 
um, away from home, away from family, um, wherever they went. Um, they just want people to acknowledge that, yeah, you did do that, and, and I, I notice and I appreciate that. So thank you for your service and, um, and welcome home. Um, a, a lot of veterans, those two words just seem to, to just hit that soft spot, uh, spot in their hearts of, um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe people do notice, um, and and that's all they want to hear. And um, and I'm like you. Whenever I see one, um, I, I I am quick to say thank you for your service, and and they will acknowledge every time. Um, I, I'm a member of uh, a, a customer membership at Lowe's Home Improvement, and, and that's because I'm a vet, and um, and they will give you a, a little discount because you're a veteran. And, and so when I check out, I always show them my, my Lowe's card, and they see that I'm a veteran. And, and 100% of the time, that cashier will say, well, thank you for your service. And, um, you know, it, it, it's emotion. It just, um, it makes you feel like that what you did was, was worth it. Yeah, well, if you don't mind, I'll share something that happened when Drew uh, was, he had been home on leave his first tour overseas, and, you know, if, you know, at the airport, if you're a member of the family, you can go to the gate with them to see them off, but he was there meeting the other men and women he was going back over there with, and they all met at the USO at Hartsfield, Atlanta first, Hartsfield, mm -hmm. Jackson. And then they walked them through the atrium, through, you know, they opened up special gate just for the security clearance for them and for us who were going, you know, back to the gate with them. And it was, you know, I still kind of get emotional thinking about it now because everybody in that atrium stood up and clapped. Oh, wow. For them going. And I was just like, it's, you know, he's my little brother, but he's my hero. Yeah, yeah. So that was something I'll never forget. Well, you know, I mean, we're in the midst of a, a lot of conflict across the world, and, um, and 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 your little brother and thousands like him are are out there in the middle of nowhere in in the middle of uh, the middle of the night, and uh, and they are sacrificing, and and when. When something like that happens, um, I, I think that it's it's just a a way for us to just acknowledge and and to give back and and uh, to show them that we appreciate it. And gosh, uh, if anybody needs it, and I hate to bring us back, well, I, I'm happy to bring us back to Vietnam vets. But that's why uh, we're here. Yes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they um, they they sure could use a little extra and. Um, and I think the timing is is just perfect for for the release of the book. And uh, as far as uh, their comfort level with uh, serving in Vietnam, and uh, I think that it, it's always this project has always been well received and um, and supported by the community, and um, and I think it will continue to be. And I think that. Uh, uh, I, I think that this this book is is the final piece of that puzzle that um, that they were all hoping that they they would get. 
And it's not just Vietnam veterans. I mean, it's families and 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 distant families and the community in, in general and um, its children and its grandchildren. And one of the vets uh, who participated in, in the project, uh, there's a there's a at the end of the book, he writes about uh, I, I, you know, this is the way I saw it, and and these are the the pictures that I took, and this is how I would like for it to be remembered, and maybe one day your your grandchildren might want to know what uh, what you, what your grandfather did in Vietnam, and and this will be a way to show them, and uh, there goes the hair up on my arms again, but uh, we, it's just an emotional project that just seems to have a life that just keeps on going and let's hope that it keeps on going for a long time and those future the generations the vietnam generation uh the generations are alive now future generations what do you what's your personal hope about what they get from this book what this book can bring to the history of the vietnam war well it's it's um you know you can open up now that we have the internet you can get you can Google Vietnam War and see uh, hundreds of, of professionally shot uh, images that are are perfect and uh, and cropped uh, a certain way and spun a certain way um, from professional photojournalists who spent a lot of time in Vietnam, and that's all that's all fine and good. But uh, this is kind of like uh, pulling back the curtain and, and, and having a look into uh, the experience of being in Vietnam. And, and uh, years from now, when, when a lot of these guys have passed on and maybe we're gone, uh, this will be a, not only a visual, but a, uh, also a narrative record of what it was like to serve in Vietnam. And wouldn't it be nice if we had this from uh, men and women who served in the Civil War, or men and women uh, who, who served in other conflicts. But um, now we have this one from men and women who served in Vietnam, and they have the opportunity to make a permanent record of it. And, um, and I think I, I just have a good feeling that it's going to end up in, in school libraries, and um, uh, you know, in, in other places where where people will have access to it, and and I have yet to ever have anybody say we don't have time when I offered to bring it into a school um, or a classroom. Um, they welcome, uh, and and they 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 work it into their curriculum uh, to to show what it was like. To serve in Vietnam, and I, I now I am already scheduled for next year to take it into uh, classes of fifth graders. Who, and I will show a slideshow of 60 of these images and talk about um, what's going on in the picture. <clears throat> Excuse me, and you can hear again. You can hear a pin drop for fifth graders who are just amazed at uh, the images and. Uh, and they will come up after and say, you know, my grandfather was in Vietnam, and um, uh, and now I, I I know what's what it's like, and um, so 
I think that it, it has a life. It will continue to have a life. And It's kind uh, of like a bridge between generations. Well, it is. Um, and it's, it's such a gift for us to be able to, to, um, to give this to future generations. And um, it's not graphic. There are, only, there are only two or three, maybe four, that, that, that show uh, what, what the conflict was like, that, what it was like to be in the heat of battle, but it's, um, it's done in a, in a tasteful way um, because we had to show what it was like to, to uh, be in a, in a war situation. But, um, you know, and on the other, on the flip side, it's not all buddy pictures either. It's, it's, um, it's information in told in a, uh, an interesting way, um, that sticks with you. When you look at some of the images in this book, um, you will wake up tomorrow and that will still be in your mind. You can still see it. I can, I can see three or four right now that will never leave, uh, my memory that I that that are just kind of burned into into my uh, to my mind that uh, they just they're just iconic stunning images um, and what makes it even better is that they were shot by an 18 year old kid yeah the yeah it is crazy too because they're they seem to be so clear I, I was incredibly impressed the first time I uh, saw the images online and then saw them in the uh, the version of the book that I saw today, just how clear they are, it really will drive home that these these weren't some people who went through training and became a soldier and that's how they were. No, they were soldiers, but that didn't define who they were. You can see their personalities come through in the pictures. You can see the tenderness and some of these folks, especially re, uh, where they are acting or uh, out in public, you know, with the South Vietnamese people, where they are out doing service and community projects with the South Vietnamese people. Uh, these are men. These are women. These are people who, you know, feel the people who, you know, hurt, who love, who care. Yeah, you know, I, I totally agree. And, and it seems like they took it. They took it one step forward. They weren't trying to make a statement uh, with the photographs they took. Um, they went beyond that. Uh, to because they're just, candid uh, photographs. They're not the, uh, the, you know, like you said, they're not professional photojournalists. They were just taking pictures of life's events as they occurred in front of them. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it even more special is um, it, they they didn't have an agenda at all other than I want to make sure that I get an image of this um, to take home with me to show uh, whether I ever look at it again to show those folks back home what it was like um, and so it's as pure as it gets um, and and the icing on the cake is the quality uh, like you said is just um, it's amazing. Um, as a, I've been teaching photography a long time, and I've been a photojournalist for a long time, and I go s through this book and I look at some of these images and I say, "Man, I wish I'd shot that." Um, they're just um, even the buddy pictures. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's more than just oh, throw your arm around your buddy there. I mean, there there are expressions on these. There's emotion in the photo, and um, 
and it it just the quality is is stunning yeah it's it's real it's you know it's it's real life and even you know some of the buddy pictures they're just like hanging around with each other you know and even the pictures a couple of pictures that come to mind are with the service animals the service dogs and even then you can tell on the soldiers faces hey i have a relationship with this is my partner this is my buddy with that dog and it's the same kind of look you would see of anybody posting a picture of their animal onto a social media account now yeah and that you know that that becomes your best friend uh, the 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 veteran who is in several of those photos with his uh with his scout dog they called it uh you know that dog lived with him for for 12 months and uh, would would save his life on multiple occasions and t would go down into tunnels and find explosives and and uh, and stop when he found a tripwire so that uh, he wouldn't lose his legs and and he said when we were looking at these pictures he would say, he would stop and say you know at the end of the day when I would sit down and open up that little can of C rations. Um, he said, I would take that first spoonful and, and give it to that dog, and then I would take the second spoonful. And, um, and so it was a partnership. It was a friendship. It was a love. And, um, and he said, you know, at the end of my tour, they just came in one day. They hooked up that dog and walked out with him, and I never saw him again. But, uh, mm. uh, you know, the dog was injured in battle, and... Um, and went to the hospital. They he flew with him to the hospital, and um, and they you know, they they patched him up and got him well and gave him back to him again. And um, so it's um, you know it's it's that relationship. It's also the relationship that we had with the local people and and the Vietnamese people and and how we cared about them and. Um, um, also, the the orphans and and how we protected them and and uh, fed and clothed them and um, and taught them how to brush their teeth and 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 uh, gave them medicine when they were when they were sick and uh, so you know we we were thousands of miles away from home and we were in the midst of a war but uh, I think it it's a testament to we never lost, uh, they never lost their humanity and they, they never lost their ability to, to be compassionate. And, um, uh, and I think it's another, it's another aspect that comes out in this book. And, and, um, I think that that's another opportunity, the opportunity for them to be proud of, um, uh, of the way they behave themselves. Yes, absolutely. And Martin, uh, as we come to the end here, I, Martin, I want to say thank you for your service, and I appreciate oh, what you've done for the country, and also thank you for writing this book, thank you for collecting these images, and thank you to all the veterans that contributed to the book. Thank you, and I second that wholeheartedly, and uh, uh, it's a gift from all of us to to all of them, and um, it's it's just the it's the least we can do, and but it's a uh, it means a lot to them. Absolutely. Thank you, Martin. You're welcome. Thanks. Nice talking to you. You too. Vietnam Photographs for North Carolina Veterans will be available August 12, 2019. You can get your copy at ArcadiaPublishing.com or your local bookstore. I want to thank Martin for joining us, and I want to thank you for listening.
to author conversations presented by Arcadia Publishing in the History Press. We are proud champions of the preservation of local history.